This is Hope and Health with Doctors Michelle and Mark Sherwood. Insights and interviews with a dose of straight talk to help you enjoy optimal health in all areas of life. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Hope and Health. We really appreciate you being here. Yes, thank you for joining us. It's always awesome to see you and so thanks for being with us wherever you are right now across planet Earth. We're really grateful that you would you would be here with us uh, on this night, morning, or evening, wherever you are. And so we are super thrilled to be here with you. And just a little bit about us, just briefly. Uh, you want to kind of give your background again? We kind of do that from time to time, and it's kind of cool. I'm Dr. Michelle, and I uh, opened a wellness-based medical practice because I absolutely love to walk people down a healing journey. And it didn't come about easily. It came after long uh, periods of hardship, mm -hmm. uh, even living in my car, uh, finding out that mainstream medicine just really uh, wasn't necessarily a fit for me. I didn't want to just prescribe pills for an ill, throw sandbags at things <laughs> to try to stop water from leaking out of areas that were just bleeding to death. Mm -hmm. I wanted to actually get to the root of the problem and help people solve those things so they could live vitally, healthy, enjoy their families, their children, their grandchildren's, their grandchildren's children, <laughs> and, and their communities. And, of course, do the Lord's work for whatever deeds they were to do throughout their lives. So that's how the Functional Medical Institute was born, is just through a passion for helping people. And therein lies a big deal. People say, well, what drives you guys to do this? It's, it's the passion. It's a passion behind us that we simply we just can't get rid of. I mean, we've we probably tried to a lot of times, but we haven't done so good at that getting rid of the passion, can we? That's right. It's like there's been a lot of times I'm like, why do we care so much? And and it's like, well, we just can't seem to can't seem to help that. And and it's okay. I mean, we we've kind of talked ourselves out of trying to stop that at this point in time, haven't we? Yeah. Well, and I introduced myself as Dr. Michelle. Now, who are you? I'm Dr. Mark, and I happen to be the least brainiac and the least mm -hmm. beautiful of the duo. We're and, a team. Uh, yeah, we are. Uh, they call us m and without sugar, but we, we really like doing what we do uh, from the standpoint of we're called to do it, and that's kind of what we need to understand. So, you know, a lot of people um, really ask us, you know, how do we keep this going? And uh, frankly, it's that passion that you said that's that's in all of us, and it just keeps us moving forward. That's right. You know, so th therein lies the reason that we've put mm -hmm. these uh, uh, webinars together, these teaching sessions together, is to walk you down a pathway of healing. And there's some foundational things that you really need to know in order to be completely and totally well. Every single teaching we've ever done, whether it be right here on TV, webinars, or seminars, or live conferences, we always want to broadcast the idea of health and hope, and hope and health. These things were sort of teeter-tottering back and forth, and we want to communicate both of them a lot, and so that's why they call us hope dealers. Yes, and hmm. you, got, you can't change what you don't know. So if you don't know how to be healthy and how hmm. to be well, there are some things that we have to learn. So the seven pillars of health really help you understand the things that you can yep. do something about and the things you might need a little bit of help with. And here are the seven pillars right there. So at the let's top, go through these things. Yeah. At the top of the list is nutrition. Nutrition, nutrition, nutrition. Boy, that is the most important medical decision that you make every day. And that medical decision, like Hippocrates said, let food be thy medicine 
and medicine be thy food is at the end of your fork. And some of us, boy, we eat three times a day. Some of us eat three times a day and two snacks. Now, if we're eating 365 days of the year and we're a few days old, like 40 years old, that's a lot of medical decisions. And if they're not healthy and they're full of inflammatory foods, that's a lot of poor medical decisions. And you might find yourself going to in search of a lot of sandbags, like a lot of medicines to try to put Band-Aids on things that you need to do something about. The bottom line is nutrition, as we just hammered on, has got to be number one. It can't be number two. It's got to be number one. Now, there are seven as we told them, and here's number two. We can see there's this thing called sleep. Now, we need Ladies and gentlemen, seven to eight hours of sleep per night. If we're not getting that, we are becoming sleep deprived. In other words, we're building up this thing called fatigue debt. Now, fatigue debt can create more wellness debt. It is like trying to pay back the balance on the credit card the minimum at a time. It just continues to expand and compound, and it gets out of hand over time. And so sleep is a big deal. When we go to sleep, we, we try to go to sleep at a decent hour, right? We sure do. You know, we, um, the body is on what's called a circadian rhythm. That means it comes up with the sun and goes down yep. with the moon. And with this artificial lighting and all the computers and the TVs that we have, we have a lot of things that are interrupting that natural circadian rhythm. So if we don't fall in line with the natural circadian yep. rhythm, a lot of times, even though our eyelids might be shut, hmm. we're still not getting good quality sleep that aids regeneration, tissue repair, brain recovery that sets us up for a good day the next day. So needless to say, sleep is a massive, massive, uh, important area. So we had nutrition, we had sleep, and now we have this thing called stress management. Boy, how important is stress management? Yes, and stress stress is one of the number one things that drives people into the clinician's office, the doctor's office, the chiropractor's office. They're just stressed out. They're tense. Their their tension is so high that they come in with high blood pressure or hypertension. Now, that's really not a medication deficiency. That's a lifestyle um, balancing uh, insufficiency. We've got to learn to balance lifestyle. We have to learn to eat right. We have to get uh, adequate exercise, rest, and we have to manage that thing called stress. Yeah, it's a big one. Today's world is just, it's fraught with all kinds of stress. And I think it's grievous to me. You know, it's more than more than the norm, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, we live in a crazy, crazy world right now. And when we live stressed all the time, it's going to affect our sleep. It's going to affect the way we uh, eat and the way we behave. Um, the fourth area that we really want to focus on is this area called movement. And you can see it right there. Uh, movement is a equivalent, let's say, with this idea of exercise. But we put movement because exercise has kind of got a bad name. You, you tell some ladies to go exercising. I hate the gym. You've heard yeah. that a lot. That, well, they, they either hate the gym or they go to the gym too much to try to um outdo the consequences of a poor nutritional protocol and that's not ever going to work no and you see people go to the gym all the time and of course we work out i mean like every day we we do something and for us it's sort of this thing that we do to control stress and so that we sleep better and then we eat well so that we can move well so that we can sleep well so that we can manage stress well so you can see how these four which we'll come back to these primary four in a second a little more 
uh, zoned in. These are the things that we're really going to do ourselves. But not to be remiss, there's other things that are important in the seven pillars that we deal with. And we see number five is DNA. That stands for deoxyribonucleic acid. And you get part of your genes from your mom and part of your genes from your dad. And genes are the loaded gun, but the environment pulls the trigger. Big deal. DNA is a big deal. It's changed 2% in 10,000 years. 10,000 years. That's a long time for a little bit of change. The unfortunate thing about that is our genetics have kind of stayed consistent over time. But our environment has been anything but consistent. The environment's changed multiple hundreds of times over. Now we have this incongruent space here between genes, which should be here, and environment, which is way over here. And there's been diseases that been that have been created. I call these, and we look at these like diseases of the incongruency. Mm-hmm. And those would be things like type 2 diabetes, maybe even blood pressure issues, um, autoimmune issues, cancers, type 2 diabetes, as I stated, um, uh, heart disease, Alzheimer's dementia, maybe osteoporosis. A lot of stuff. We can really avoid the majority of these things if we just really understood our genetics and really the environmental factors of this. Now, so DNA was number five, and now we see this next one, which is hormones, number six. Hormones. So hormones are very important for brain health, bone health, vascular health. That's right. They help improve the flow of the blood through your body, which gets oxygen and nutrients to your tissue for recovery, regeneration, for the vitality of your brain. If we don't have a good blood supply, things die. So we have to get good hormone balance. When we talk about hormones, we're talking about these things called chemical messengers that the endocrine system, our glands, make. And these things are like emails. Now, when you don't or are not able to send emails, you can't really communicate effectively. Can you imagine if at work you go one day and all of a sudden the home email system was broken? What would you do? Especially what would you do if other people that you were sending emails to live several states away? Now, if they just live down the hallway, in other words, if their office is right around the corner, you could probably walk down there and say, hey, could you do this or that? And people would have to go back to the uh, the old, you know, like a, a pen. Imagine, this is a pen. It actually writes in a paper and it takes a note. Can you imagine that? It's like we used to pass notes. <laughs> yeah. We used to write wow. letters. I mean, it's like, <laughs> Things have gotten gosh, so fast. We don't even know how to write anymore. We, I mean, I read so much stuff and I'm thinking... That's illiterate. But the bottom line is communication. And we get off on a rabbit trail. Communication has got to be effectively uh, allowed or we have problems. You, if you can't communicate, you can't deliver messages. And that's that's a huge problem. So we think about this idea of hormones. We've got to get it right. And that's something that we deal with a lot, of course. Now, number seven on our seven pillars of things that you need to be doing to be healthy is Peptides. And peptides, these are short chains of amino acids that are strung together in chains of less than 40 amino acids. They are signaling molecules that aid regeneration, repair. They can help the brain function. They can help you improve your muscle balance, your muscle mass, your muscle strength. They can help you decrease that uh, little extra fat that you want to lose. They can improve even how you uh, function in, in life. So peptides are signaling molecules that aid repair. And they're so important, aren't they? They are. A lot of these peptides your body actually makes, but as you get a little bit older, they start to decline in their production. 
Well, we've talked about the seven pillars, and that's a big deal. But when you really get down to it, there's those things at the top, that group of four that really, really is important. So let's have a quick look and a zone in on these four that we like to call the core four. So as we talked about, nutrition is at the top of the list. And boy, nutrition, it remains the number one medical decision that you make every single day. And sometimes that's three times a day and two snacks. It's either good decisions or not, healthy decisions or not, beneficial decisions or not so much. So again, back to nutrition, we listed as number one again, and we're going to be talking about uh, in a little bit the the anti-inflammatory and the inflammatory foods that we want to eat and not eat, because you need to know that stuff, and we need to get into that. So nutrition, uh, those core four that we see, uh, that's number one regardless. And so we have this the number two, the sleep. We need seven to eight hours, we know. And then uh, stress management, that would be kind of critical, right? Stress management mm-hmm. is essential. You know, They call sitting the new smoking. So mm-hmm. if you're not active, you're not getting blood and oxygen to your tissues. You're not getting the strength that you need in your muscles. Plus, you're not exercising the cardiovascular system, which essentially pumps blood to the tissues in your body and your brain. And it's a big deal because when we talk about stress, as we talk, boy, it is controlling us. But even you see, we say we have control over these four, really do, but we've allowed stress to control us. And certainly we, not to be remiss, this idea of movement, it's really a good stress reliever, we should say. So move more, sit less. We recommend 150 minutes per week minimum of dedicated movement, something that you like to do that you can do over again and you can repeat often, and that would be movement. So those four things we do have control over, but there are things that we absolutely need help with. What are those things? At the top of the list is DNA, deoxyribonucleic acid, and that's the genetic material that your mom and your dad gave to you. Now, just because you were born with a certain set of genes That does not mean that you have to have a certain outcome. The genes are the loaded gun, and it's the environment that pulls the trigger. So if we run genetics and we find out that you might be predisposed to heart disease, you might be predisposed to Alzheimer's disease, predisposed to diabetes, or you don't detoxify well, boy, that gives us information that we can actually go after these things to support them with good things to keep a body healthy and vital. Keeping a body healthy and vital is important. Um, these three things, DNA, hormones, peptides, we need some help. And we get to help people all over the country, all over the world with these type of concepts. And when you get it right, boy, do they get better. They do. 100% of the time when individuals put in the elbow grease mm. to these principles, the system gets better was telling somebody just um, a couple of days ago, they uh, made a pretty bold statement. I said, 100% of the time, the people that come to us, if they do what we ask them to do, what we're gifted to tell them to do, in other words, we're gifted to do, and if they follow those directions, they get better 100% of the time. They're like, 100% of the time? I'm like, yes, 100% of the time. And it's that clear that we need to understand that when people follow the principles that we believe are God's principles, It's not that hard. So, yes, we need help with these three things, DNA, hormones, and peptides. And we, myself and I, and my wife and our team will help you. We'll help you, of course, because you need that help. But we put the four together. you got to do your part. So you do 
four of those things. We'll do three of those things. We put it together. We got seven of those things and we'll get it right. And when people get those seven right, man, do they do better. But I'll tell you, there's definitely these overriding Mm. factors that make a huge difference, don't they? They do. And what are those two things? That is the spiritual and physical, the emotional and spiritual overlying themes that actually are the the problems. They really are. And uh, what's that saying we say many times? The majority of physical manifestations of diseases are rooted in spiritual and or emotional brokenness. And man, we've talked a lot about recently in other teaching sessions about unforgiveness and bitterness and rage and how those things will really affect your health. And they do, don't they? They absolutely do. It is often said it's not necessarily what you eat, but what's eating mm. you. Well, I believe that. And, um, you know, usually like one of our books, which is book number two, mm-hmm. the Fork Your Diet. And, you know, it's really important. And we'll we'll make, we'll talk about some of those books uh, as time goes on a little more. We like come back to them. They're still, all three of our books are number one bestsellers. Number one is Quest for Wellness. Number two is Fork Your Diet. And number three is Surviving the Garden of Eaton. Interesting thing about book number two, uh, there's a subtitle on it that says Stop Falling for the Frauds. Frauds is an acronym for fear, resentment, anger, unforgiveness, disappointment, and shame. And frauds will take away your identity. Isn't that spiritual and mm-hmm. emotional brokenness? When you mm-hmm. lose your identity, you start owning other things that you're not, such as now I'm diabetic. Now I am autoimmune. Now I have heart disease. Now I have high blood pressure. See how that works? Now I have cancer. Now I have Alzheimer's. You know, now it changes your whole identity from the person that you should be to a person you never were meant to be. And that is a huge deal, folks, because the overriding factors, and one more time I want you to see that, spiritual and emotional health are significant. They are. So the key is, is that the majority of physical and emotional manifestations of disease are rooted in spiritual and emotional brokenness. Oh, and this is a big one. So just... I want you to see that. Just stare at it one more time and answer the question, are you in the middle of emotional and spiritual brokenness? And is or are physical disease manifestations appearing in your life? And folks, this is huge when we talk about this. We need to understand that this is a big deal. And a lot of people, you know, they come to us and they have no idea um, how to get this fixed. And we've told them you got to stay connected with us. you got to really feed the body, feed the mind, and feed the spirit. And you do that by listening to things, seeing things, and eating things, and doing things. You just, it's part of becomes who you are. And you can do that. And we want to be a part of your life. You can click on that link right at the bottom of our screen. You see it right there. Right there. And you can absolutely get connected to us. And you can have our free ebook which is awesome. We want you to have that. You can also get our free, our brand new course. Not free, but it's close. It's called Health Secrets Exposed. It's 13 one-half-hour sessions of us teaching. So it's six and a half hours of teaching, and we've seen people do that one teaching per month. Just get it into your heart, get it into your spirit, and man, their life absolutely turns around, and it's a big deal. Many times we mention on many, many programs we're on, including this one, some supplements we take. And if you want to know what we take, you can keep going to the bottom of that screen after the ebook, after the course, 
you'll see the supplements we take right there on that screen and right there on TV. But go to that link right now, would you? And make sure that you avail yourself of those things. Being connected to um, to this ministry we have is super important. When people stay connected with us, they get better, don't they? They most certainly do. However, they have to do the elbow grease. Yeah. We can provide the tools, but you have to put in the work. We are not the kind of practice that people come to and they say, I have an ill. Can you give me a pill? Or I have an ache. Can you give me something to ease the pain? We have those things. But if we're not dealing with the upstream causes of what's creating those ills and what's creating those pains, folks, we're not doing a job. That's Band-Aid medicine. That is symptomatology by relief of a pill medicine. That's not what we do. We don't manage diseases. We get diseases healed. And that's who we are. And we really appreciate you connecting with us on that. So one more time, the link at the bottom of the screen, special link just for you. We want you to go there right now and download that free ebook. And you'll get that information that you can't get anywhere else for free. All the stuff that we teach personally and professionally and publicly. Mm-hmm. It's going to be right there for you. And we sure can't wait for you to have that. And get involved in that course, please, folks. It's a Fairly new course rolled out beginning of 2022, and we want you to have that because you need to put that into your toolbox. That's a big deal, and we want to be a part of your life. We are grateful that you chose to join us and chose to spend time with us, and uh, we're not done. We have more teaching to do. Doctors Mark and Michelle Sherwood and their clinic can help you find the hope and health you were created to enjoy. Go to Sherwood.tv for clear, proven ways you can be healthier. Subscribe at Sherwood.tv.